um, joined again with David Coyne as last time, and now we've got Ethan Spence. That's right, isn't it? Spencer. Spencer, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Right, let the people know about yourself for a sec. Um, live in Gloucester, met David at uni. First time I've met you. You seem silent. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I do bar work, train mixed martial arts part time, and yeah, that's about it, man. Yeah. Nothing interesting. Um, and then David again. What go on? What are you saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, so <clears throat> talking today, uh, I think we'll go more into the side or a few stories um, from Ethan and David's like uni days. Absolutely. Um, and then also talking <laughs> about uh, what I find. Oh, we've all got a kind of common interest in it in our combat sports. So I'd be that boxing, mm. mixed martial arts. Yeah, sounds good, um, man. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of stuff gone on, not only today, but this past week, uh, which is quite interesting. So, of course, at the weekend we had um, Dillian White's fight, which had a stacked undercard as well. I don't yes. know, did you guys watch it? Yeah, yeah I did, actually. Watched... I did. I watched them. I watched the um, last week fights, Chisora. Yeah. Mm. Chisora. Oh, Chisora. Annihilated that Polish Donny. Yeah. We watched it together, didn't we? Yeah, we watched pub. it at the pub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gutted for Dave Allen, though. Absolutely yeah. devastated. I really wanted him to win, man. Yeah. Really wanted him to oh, win. Right, but... right, right. Yeah, no. It... At the same time, David Price, it's, a, it's good for him to come up again. Um, kind of reinstate that he's still at that level. Because Dave Allen's yeah, a good opponent. Yeah, I think it just it makes him a gatekeeper now, though, doesn't it? Yeah. More than anything. Yeah. Because but... he, he's kind of like pondering on that. Um, I'd say he's above domestic level, but then it's... It's a level above that. He's yeah, he just doesn't seem to be able to step up, does he? He's it? at the international level. He's there. But then with David Allen, I've seen, because he's on Instagram all the time, but he's said that he's going to fight again. Um, oh, really? He's recovering from a broken orbital bone. Yeah, yeah. As well. Um, so, what is that? So, around your eye. So oh, holds, that's crazy. Yeah, you'll see it after the fight. It was yeah, massive yeah. as well. It was huge. But it was also, oh, on the undercard <clears> as well. Um, who was it? Was it Rakabor's opponent? No, it wasn't Rakabor's opponent. Oh, yeah, I did watch that fight. Oh, no, it was the guy from Lewisham. Um, there's a, oh, I can't remember his name. Sorry, guy. Um, but the, his opponent, his eye flared up, probably double the size of David Adams. Really? But I think it was just wow. the, um, the blood vessel popped and it yeah. was just sagging there and all collecting. Yeah. But yeah, so with mixed martial arts, that's what you train, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. so I did, um, I did kickboxing from about the age of 14. Mm hmm. Um, 21 now sorry I forgot to say that um, did kickboxing from the age of 14 but I stopped during my GCSE years um, no even year earlier than that actually maybe 12 and then I did that for a few years and then stopped at my GCSE years yeah um, was that just to focus on exams or you just like yeah it was at the time man because I wanted to get to Hartbury College um, and I got my grades for that but I'm not a massively academic person so mm. I had to work hard to get my five C's um, so I stopped then but I knew even then I knew I wanted to pick it back up at some point, and then when I came back to do it, I decided I was going to do mixed martial arts. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I just yeah. It's, it. uh, honestly, go. I wish when I was younger, I'd like kind of protect the parents, most, yeah. especially my mum. Um, which I don't know if it's good or it's bad, but I wish I got into boxing, and I'm kind of mm. praising it onto my younger brother now because honestly, I, I does think does he train it? That's my brother. Yeah. No, I'm trying to get oh, into it. Man. Oh, That's what it is, because yeah, yeah. I, I live in Croydon at the moment, and the buzz around Croydon is so many good gyms. Okay. So many good. So you've had <clears throat> Charlie Edwards come out of there. He's the flyweight world champion with WBC. Right. You've got Joshua Boatsy. Yeah. Um, all, like, from the Selhurst, which is around the corner. All of these up-and-coming stars coming out of Croydon and Lewisham. No. It's the talent that's coming from here. Yeah, man. Is immense. And it's 
Yeah, go. I was gonna say it's nice seeing stuff like that as well because obviously when you're around it, like there's a guy from our gym um, back in Gloucester, his name's Christian Duncan, and he's recently just gone pro with Cage Warriors. Yeah. It's obviously like the biggest, one of the biggest. Uh, Big up yourself. Biggest in the UK. Biggest in the UK. It's one of the biggest in Europe, isn't it? Really, I think you've got the ones in like Russia and over there, are massive in the, over there, and One FC in Asia, they're huge. But yeah. for the rest of Europe, One yeah. FC is bigger than the UFC. In yeah, terms it's of huge. And, it's massive. Uh, really? Yeah, attraction. Yeah. Because it One FC, they've got um, so Eddie Alvarez fought over there and lost. Yeah. They had, they now have Mighty Mouse Johnson. Yeah, he, um, he only just won his yeah, fight over there but as it, well. It was close, wasn't it? Yeah, there's something to do with them. Um, he's fighting. I can't. I'm not entirely sure how it works, but the One FC weight cutting policy is very different to the UFCs. Mm. They regulate like people's body. Ah, oh, you know what? I'm not even going to go into it because I'm going to sound like a twat because I don't actually know no, what I've, it is. I've heard it. No, <laughs> but keep going. I've heard of it. it. Isn't it they? They judge you on so you can't cut so much water. Yeah, it stops you from cutting as much basically yeah. in so a roundabout kind of way. Um, yeah. yeah, it's meant to be a lot healthier, but that means that people like Demetrius Johnson are now fighting opponents that are a bit bigger because yeah. he was used to cutting a lot more yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah. To have that strength when he's going against. Yeah, so he's fighting people that are more around his weight, which is kind of yeah. interesting, really. Yeah. So how's he doing now? He won his first fight, man, but only just. Mm. Well, I say only just, it was a good finish, but... It's because they always say with um, the UFC that that's the top of the competitive uh, yeah. ladder with it. But then there's the... Like, Bellator's really up and coming at the moment. Yeah, and Bellator the, shows the are getting bigger talent. and bigger at the moment. Yeah, the yeah. amount of talent that's there. I've only watched a few of their shows myself, but yeah, then I've so. watched... The way... I don't know, it's just a different way of um, consuming entertainment now like you do it when you want and when yeah, you can yeah. like it's not necessarily sit down the one thing I do is boxing and football like, mm. I watch that live yeah. because yeah. I want to be a part of that moment mm. but then it's a bit different with fights because there's so many all the time mm. there's so many good fights as well but going back to the the training part of it what made you want to get into it at such such an age with the kickboxing um so I, I've always been involved in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I played football from the age of four and I was, um, I always pl- played in winning teams, you know, and I was always like quite competitive, but that never went anywhere. Um, it's fucking secret football, man. But no, I appreciate that. But um, yeah, I'm just quite competitive. Yeah. So I just, and I think this is what I say. My gran absolutely hates me doing it. Absolutely hates me doing it. But I always say there's no pure form of like competition for me than just being in a cage and you know I mean? like you can't hide you can't hide you know I mean you can't hide that yeah, 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 you actually exactly. get to see somebody for what they are so all of your talent comes out all of your training I wrote that yeah. so do, do you think uh, have you sparred at all yet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah sparred and sparred didn't you yeah, yeah. not at the moment but. when you go into it there's the training and what when you're actually throwing punches and you're going down onto the ground um, I'd say going onto the ground if we're looking on the outside um, going down onto the ground, your training's kind of come into practice more so. But does it, do you like remember it or is it all just like instant? It's almost subconscious the training you've gone through. Um, learning to grapple, I'd say, is like learning how to fucking walk again. Yeah. It is difficult. It is really difficult. But um, do you remember what that was like? What, learning how to walk? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> um, no, yeah, like I'm. For me, striking, I'm quite natural with striking. Yeah. Mm. Um, but grappling, not not at all. So, but that once you get down certain concepts, like subconsciously, like 
you know what to do when you're in certain positions in certain it, yeah you may not know the skill but you sort of understand maybe you need to move somebody's body this way or you need to move somebody's body that way in order to get out it was basic yeah when we was at uni you used to get us down on the floor and, that and demonstrate in it and that would be a way of you remembering it yeah yeah i have to repeat 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 yeah. the same thing for me to be able to yeah. but um, basic though yeah Famous sparring with you and that, like, we used to just go to the Back gym and that just be good fun. Yeah, well, it was good fun. That's the thing, We're, even if you're not going to be fighting, I think it's such such a good thing for your body. And oh, mental. the exercise, like, yeah, the amount 100%. of sweat as well. 100%, like, that, that was exactly the reason why I started it. Not only did, obviously, I want to, like, encourage, obviously, Ethan and do that sort of stuff, but I also wanted to, like, keep healthy myself. At the time, I was, like, I was smashing gym, weren't we? Yeah. Like, absolutely crazy experience. And uh, just went in the gym and just absolutely sweat your dick off, basically. Yeah. Like, worked so hard. And I think also, just, again, looking on the <coughs> outside, like, I've never done it myself, but I would love to. Um, just the, the problem solving to it. Like you're saying, yeah. like, learning mm -hmm. how to yeah. move people's bodies around and like, finding those one, one or two openings. And, and you know what else it is as well? It's very humbling. You yeah. can go, if you go in there in there with an ego, you'll get humbled so fast. It's mm -hmm. hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like even even now, like I roll people or spar people that are a lot better than me, and I'm like fucking hell, I need to get there. Yeah. Like I need to get and it and it is humbling. It is, but it's rewarding at the same time. I think it's good on the other side as well with the the people that you spar and I have that much more experience. They're yeah. they're willing to go with somebody who's relatively a novice in mm, comparison yeah. to them, um, and. Like help them learn and bring them up as well. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You do get not so much at our gym, but at some gyms you just get do just get cans. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, well, they go way too hard. Yeah, yeah. They come in with an ego, like they might have done something before, fought somewhere, and mm -hmm. but um, nah. Our gym's pretty cool, man. Our gym, my gym that I go to, everyone sounds fuck. Get on yeah. with everybody, yeah, really. But, but just yeah. quick, um, move it a bit closer to your mouth. Cool. My bad. Yeah, you can move the arm. So I pull it. Oh, oh my gosh, my bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that's all good. Yeah, no, just so it's comfortable. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think even the boxing as well. Um, that's why I want to get my brother into it because it's at because he's a he's in his early teens at the moment. Okay. And then I feel one self defense because I feel with certain people especially like you said you'll get humbled so fast yeah i think that gets you in a mindset where you're not going to walk out of the gym and you're not going to be very big bollocks and want to fight everybody but you're yeah, going to know that if you were ever put in that situation then you can defend yourself and defend your friends around yeah. you yeah yeah and it does give you a massive confidence boost as well really yeah and i think that's why he's, even we were saying earlier about a lot of fighters being quite chilled out yeah. behind the scenes like my coach if you didn't know he was a fighter mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you wouldn't know yeah. just by telling him. Like he's not an aggressive person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it just gives you that confidence, and I think that's mm. why people like that are so chilled out. Yeah. Personally, I think it's with the coaches especially um, taking that aggression out of it because the aggression can be used. Um, yeah. Like with recently Jorge Masvidal um, yeah. and Ben Askren. Oh, that was outrageous, that, man! There was, was pent up hate. Yeah. That was the <laughs> best KO I think I've yeah. ever seen. Oh. Genuinely, I loved it. Uh, and then, oh, what do you volleyed think the guy. That? Yeah, what do you think about this as well? The amount of hate he's got afterwards because who Askren or Masvidal? Yeah, Askren. Uh, um, not sorry, um, Masvidal. Masvidal. Oh, what for that? The strikes afterwards. 
Uh, not necessarily strikes afterwards because in the UFC that happens all the time. Yeah. It's until yeah. it's deemed uh, KO by the referee. Um, but with the uh, showbiting afterwards, people found it kind of unfavoured. But yeah. there was all of this shit talking on Askren's side yeah. um, leading yeah. up to the fight where he's talking about his family, talking about his religion. Yeah. Um, which is all part of it. It's all part of selling the fight. And I understand that. Um, but I believe it got personal or Masvidal took it personal and then the show showboating after it because there will be a rematch of course there will yeah. be because it's going to sell too many yeah. tickets yeah. Um, do you feel it was like a bit too much uh, com- coming from um, coming from your from point of view um, no I really don't not um, no I think if you talk shit to certain people they're, you know I mean? they're yeah. react in a certain yeah. way yeah. Man. there's certain people you can't do that to Jorge Masvidal Listen to the guy's name, man. Yeah. His name is Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Couldn't yeah. get more of a villain if the you guy, try. Yeah. <laughs> the guy single-handedly silenced the O2. Yeah. 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 Uh, I remember watching. And that. then went backstage and battered Leon Edwards as well. Just yeah. Because. Yeah, I saw that as well. Did he? Have... No, he did battle. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. He punched did... him, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He really. Got a fight. Yeah. Mate. It was uh, they were queuing up in a restaurant or something like that. No, this was so they were. <laughs> Masvidal was getting interviewed and then Leon Edwards walked past him and said something to him and then uh, Masvidal was like what did you say? Or wow. something like that and then they squared up to each yeah. other and Masvidal went over again you know how he did against Askren put his mm. hands behind his back and then just fucking Clyde him. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious uh, but um, I, I think you have to respect it and there's so many fighters trying to or not trying are getting in trouble I remember there was a I don't know if he got actually got fined for that possibly probably I imagine he but, did I understand there's like a kind of image they've got to uphold as being part of the UFC mm. and any organisation for that matter, but it's going to happen. Yeah, they're fighters. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fighters. fighters, man. They're fighters. It happened. There's a lot of egos, mm-hmm. a lot of testosterone. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's going to happen, but it's like with the Ultimate Fighter. That's why the Ultimate Fighter did so well, wasn't it, back mm, in the day? Because it, yeah. it was just loads of, loads of fighters all in one room getting aggro and... Yeah. I mean, nobody ever seen it before. Oh, but yeah. All living within one house. Yeah, yeah. all under one yeah, roof. Don't, don't they have their phones and shit taken off them as well? Wouldn't I'm surprise pretty, me. I think they do. Yeah. I think they get their phones and whatnot taken off them. That would like ramp up so much. Yeah, which is yeah. weird to think, isn't it? Hmm. Fucking phone. It, it was. I was speaking to a guy at work today, um, and so a big show in the UK at the moment is Love Island, um, <laughs> and I don't watch it myself. But do you guys? No. We did on holiday. Yeah, we watched three episodes. That was because of we that. watched the first, um, first three. Something like that. No, was it, it longer than that? No, it wasn't. I can't remember I which one, which ones it was, but a couple of the lads were into it, so we all sort of, it was like a I had to like kind of daily sit thing. Down, yeah. No, I enjoyed it whilst we watched it, though. I can't lie. I did. did I went, since I got back, I haven't watched it, but I enjoyed it whilst mm. I was out there. Oh. And to be fair, I know everything that's fucking going on because of Twitter and everything anyway. Yeah, fair. Yeah, my lady watches it religiously. I bet you know everything that's going on. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't have a clue. Oh, I know I Tommy thought. Fury and I know India Reynolds. <laughs> They're the only two. Um, but the thing with that, what I was talking to a guy at work was, when you look on it from the outside and they like match up as couples, don't they? And they're like yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. Um, but they, to become boyfriend and girlfriend, they propose, which is odd. Like that's the thing. What? That's the, oh, the they show take each it. other. Yeah, they take them away and then they ask. Uh, as if you're going to propose for it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah okay, that, okay. That deep, but um, looking on it from the outside, they've been with each other for, what, maybe a week, maybe yeah. two yeah, weeks? Yeah, it's bare strength. They, 
they almost say, I couldn't imagine my life without you. Yeah. But, but, but with that, they don't have their phones. They don't have phones. Yeah, yeah so it must be so really intense. It's like dog yeah. years. Yeah. And I, I didn't think of it like that. Oh, that's a great shout, you know. Yeah, no. I didn't I, think of it like that. Someone at work told me. I was like, I didn't think of it like that at all because I was like, I thought oh, they're coupled up beforehand by the producers yeah, and stuff no. like that. Yeah. But I understand it if that's the person you're spending 24 hours with. Yeah, no and phone, then, no distractions. It, yeah. it would get intense fast, yeah, it? like yeah. it would. Like yeah. I spend a week, maybe 48 hours with my girlfriend and yeah. we're sleeping for 12 of them. Exactly. Uh, it's, it, when you're with somebody like that and you're with all of the other people as well because they all sleep in one big room. Mm. Yeah, strange. Yeah, it's, strange. Yeah, it's weird. And it yeah, used it must to get so intense. Yeah, mm. around all those people. It's like Big Brother. It's exactly Yeah, like brother. oh my gosh, Big Brother. That died out in the end, didn't it? Yeah. It was terrible. But. Yeah, I think it was just because they started getting washed up people and, uh, and trying to make them, make them the like, Rylands of the UK. And, <coughs> yeah. and going back to boxing as well, one thing we started talking about before, um, before we started recording today was the Dillian White situation that's just come oh, out true. after him being number one. I don't know what's... I'll get up now. I'll look, see if there, anybody's commented. But after being number one with the WBC for over 600 days, um, he's been... Apparently, he's failed a drugs test um, uh, after his uh, points win over Oscar Rivas. Yeah, I've watched that. Yeah, it was an amazing fight. Um, Dylan White did go down, but he said it was as he's crossing his legs, he's um, tri- yeah, yeah, we did say that, that when, we, when we saw it, though, didn't we? Hmm? We did say that it looked like he tripped. He tripped yeah. yeah, yeah. But and of course he was he was backing up from the punches, which made it look more in Oscar Rivas' favour. But the guy's only been knocked down three times in his professional career after twenty six fights. Mm. Yeah, and no, he looked he looked good as well. To be fair, he, like he boxed yeah. really smart, which yeah. you don't usually. Yeah, Dillian yeah, Martin, yeah. do you know what I mean? But I feel fair play to him. And then this happened. From the defeat from Joshua, sorry, um, which is only defeat, he's progressed so much as a boxer. In yeah, I'd agree opinion. with that. Yeah, yeah like I'd you're agree. saying, he's become so much more like a boxer. Yeah. Mm. He's not just throwing haymakers and putting people out. He's yeah. understanding that he's at, or he's, I don't think he's understanding. He's just got to that level where he's fighting world class fighters time and time yeah. again. Yeah. And he's um, not taking an easy fight. And I, I appreciate a guy like Dillian White as well, man, more so because he really has come from the bottom. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like someone like that, yeah, he, hasn't, yeah. he didn't have a massive amateur career. He had six He's pretty much promoted himself. Do you know what I mean? All over social media. Mm. He's got himself following. Yeah. He seems like he's pretty, like a real guy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, <coughs> so yeah, man, I like, it's a shame that he's, all this drug bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because 10-10, you know that, like, a high percentage of elite boxers are probably on some sort of juice. Yeah, I think yeah. anyway. Yeah, fair. I, and the thing is, I because he was called for drugs before and it caused him to have two years out of the ring, um, and that was a tainted supplement. He didn't take it knowingly at all, but okay. he still took it. And I hope this point was that in his kickboxing days. That might have been in his kickboxing days. But I yeah, believe anyway. because uh, I believe the kickboxing and the um, uh, professional boxing kind of. Um, Overlapped a little bit, okay. so it was at the it was at a point early in his career, but it made him miss out for two years. Mad, okay. Where and that's all of that experience kind of gone. Mm. Um, but I hope I I need to have a look now. Um, that's what I mean, man. It'd be easy to give up after that. Yeah. So I mean that early on. Exactly. Yeah. So fair play to him. 
Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like we we were talking about earlier about the the new John Jones situation. Oh, oh with the that's crazy. It's not new. It happened six months ago. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, what, only the woman's only just come out. It's only it? just come out now. Oh. That's a bit suspicious, yeah. though, isn't it? Exactly. When he's just one thing after the other, though, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. with with Johnny Bones. And the the thing I was always worried about before that fight was if he had lost, and he got drug tested, and it was negative in that fight either against Tiago. No, he didn't. It didn't look great against somebody who had one. Yeah, leg. yeah. You see, Tiago Santos had basically was fucking limbless. Mm. Would you say that was his well, toughest limbless. test today? <laughs> right leg, left leg. Let's say again, sorry. Would you say that's his toughest test today? Or Gustafsson? I think that's the worst he's looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, it came out of the ring, I think, because he, he had to get carried out, didn't he? Oh, Both of them did, didn't they, I swear? Fuck knows, maybe, I can't even remember, but... Because I saw a picture of him getting carried out by yeah, done, by sure. two of his team. Oh, um, what, John Jones on the recent... Yeah. He was... Yeah, he was carried out um, on the shoulders, like, he was... Yeah, being yeah. Assisted, but then both of the guys um, were wheeled out of their dressing room <clears throat> later that evening. Yeah, that's how kicks they were throwing yeah, at each other yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm reading here um, if Dylan White is found guilty of um, taking drugs the band's four to eight years that is wow. nuts that's his career wow that is a long time I hope that's just the clickbait title yeah, really. yeah. but I'm trying to see now what um, his promoter Eddie Hearn um, was see Deontay Wild has come out and spoke a load of shit about it as well what about the drugs test? Yeah, about Dillian. Yeah, about Dillian White. I can't remember word for word what he wrote, but he mm-hmm. slammed fucking. Well, might not have been on Twitter. It might have been quote, a quote of his that I read on Twitter. Said that he should be banned for life and whatnot. But it's just a pizza. Yeah, right. I think so. Is it right? I mean, you keep. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. But um, I feel with Deontay Wilder as well that it's he's kind of dodging a lot of fires. So yeah, well, he obviously is like you said, man, mandatory for six hundred days, wasn't he, Dillian White? Yeah didn't even get a sniff at Deontay Wilder and now and now and now that he's obviously not going to fight him anytime soon he's spouting his uh, spouting his name isn't he so yeah so I I really do hope because he's now I hope this um, drugs test is just um, a fluke and it's just people trying to get clickbait titles at the yeah, moment. yeah yeah hopefully it'll be a tainted supplement yeah. but I don't know how it works in boxing so obviously in the UFC oh in MMA well under USADA mm-hmm. it's a lot different isn't it the drug like the yeah. drug rules but um, I believe it's what type of drug it is. Um, is so it, is it like, state commission ran with boxing, like the Nevada State Athletic Commission? So and you then have, yeah, you have the UK anti-doping. Yeah. Um, and then there's, I believe the WBC have their own type of um, their own type of drug testing as well. Oh, okay. But with the thing with uh, Eddie Hearn and his fighters, it is VADA. I believe it is, is it? Okay, okay. Um, I might be talking shit there, but it's a type of um, drugs testing because you see Dillian White getting tested all the time. He's active on social media. Yeah, yeah. You see Anthony Joshua getting tested all the time. Um, you think Anthony Joshua's on any source? There's been a lot of um, Dillian White, but I have to take <laughs> him with a pinch of salt because Dillian White hates the guy. Yeah. Um, or he used to, at least. But it, he used to say that he would take uh, testosterone, but it was for the teeth. Yeah. And, oh no, yeah. not for the teeth. Sorry. Um, for. I heard about the testosterone. Okay. Um, and that's the only way testosterone could be. Um, oh right. So in. yeah, awfully convenient. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, apparently, so many boxers do it, um, even though they don't have the asthma. But what real benefit is it going to do? Say you can punch harder, 
punch slightly harder. You're going to maybe get that knockout. But at these high-level fights, they go into the later rounds. It's about your boxing ability and your boxing IQ. Yeah. Um, or unless it's EPO. Because EPO, that's what... Oh, um, Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw. And also Big Baby Miller. That's oh, was that what it was? EPO. So okay. what that is... That, oh, and I had it briefly explained to me. Um, it's a thing where they have to measure your blood. Right. Um, and then as you keep going or keep going through the cycle of it, uh, they have to like adjust the dosage as so. Right. Um, I'm not too sure on the whole details of it, but you know you're taking that drug. Right, okay, okay. Um, but we'll just finish up on this point and then we'll get to the food. Um, but with with the Big Baby Miller situation, what that EPO would have done would have made him fight like Manny Pacquiao against Anthony Joshua Heavyweight. He would have just gone on for ages. Yeah, he would have got. He would not have got tired, and that's you could see that with Tito Dillashaw. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the guy never got tired, tired ever until um, who was the but, guy he lost um, to? Sahuda. But that was that was fast. That was a fast finish. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? UK he lost to Sahuda. So yeah. what we were calling about. Um, so yeah. then yeah. you see there, UK it's not the what they said knockout with the Gillian White situation from that EPO. The example when they drug test they take different samples just to make sure there was an inconsistency with the test. And they found on the A sample they was positive. Um, I'm not too sure what for. I don't think they've released that yet, but it was positive for drugs. Um, and <coughs> what, I'm, what I'm reading here is just a, a sample was found by uh, the UK Anti-Doping Agency. The British Border Control was informed, and so was Dillian White. The WBC was not, and that's not protocol really for the fight to go ahead, because um, I believe it was on that Saturday night and the fight took place then. Um, but if the British Border Control has deemed it safe, then surely it can't be, can't be a big deal, really. Yeah, you would have thought so. Maybe there's yeah. some shady mm. shit going on. Yeah, in, uh, never know. It's boxing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. But <clears throat> probably say that at any high level of any sport, though. Do you not think? Well, I'd yeah, say more so with boxing because yeah. you're going in there with an intent yeah, to hurt yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's why <clears throat> Big Baby Miller was drawn out of that fight yeah, immediately. Yeah. Mm. But if the British Border Control has deemed it safe for him to fight, they don't care about the money. Yeah. They're not getting anything yeah. from that fight. They'd take him out in a heartbeat. And to be honest, if it did happen, it would be damaging for the card, but it was a stacked card anyway. Yeah, it was, so to be fair. Yeah. On, from the head of Eddie Hearn, um, it would be like, it's fine, like David Allen and David Price could headline it, even though yeah. he'd done it the last time. Yeah. And he's still got Trezora and... Yeah. But... It, I really do hope that it's just a clickbaity title as well, and it's not a big deal. Mm. Yeah, because what was it you said? Forty-eight years. It, what I think that was clickbait. for the band. Oh, was yeah. that? Yeah, was yeah. that clickbait? I think that was because it said that Dillian White could be banned for four up to eight years. Right. Okay. Um, and then that would be the end of his career because he'd be coming yeah, out of that, right, that okay. 38, 39, um, uh, in the longer stretch. Um, but I believe that because the guy's already gone through it before. Um, he's not that stupid, and he seems mm. like... Of course, yeah, I don't know him. I've only, I can only see him through the camera on yeah, YouTube. Course, um, but he doesn't seem like the guy who would do that. And we, we, we know people who know him and box at the same gym, but it, mm. they they would understand the goings-on of it. 
Right. And yeah. nothing, nothing gets said. <clears throat> so, I, I do hope it's all just a shambles. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it'll get sorted out soon because we need to have that mega fight with Tyson Fury once he beats um, mm. Yeah, I, I really think Fury... Yeah. Batters everybody though. I think he beats Ruiz, Wilder, Joshua. I think he makes Joshua look ridiculous, mm. honestly. That, that, really that's do. the fight I want to see. Fury and Joshua. Yeah, I want to see it, but I do also yeah. like AJ, which, uh, is, which yeah. is the thing yeah. I do like yeah, AJ, so yeah. I think it would be a shame to get, watch him get his ass handed to him, but I think that's what happened. He's mm. brought the sport up so much. Yeah, I like it. It's one of those, the Klitschko fight, like I remember where I was for it. Mm. Klitschko is mad. So I remember, do you know what I mean? Like it's one of those <clears> moments. Yeah. Um, but I do think Fury dances around him. I really do. Mm. Was Fury the one that we was at in the pub? Hey. Uh, sorry, Klitschko. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was mad. That was a sick, sick when uh, <coughs> a university. Oh, you watched it. Right? Yeah, yeah. We watched it together. We were a massive group that night, weren't we? Yeah. And um, we all kind of sat around this long table, and it was uh, <coughs> rammed as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was absolutely was it chocker. No, well, it was Yates, wasn't it? That's the one. Yeah, my bad. Always used and to get those two mixed up at uni. Yeah, and as soon as uh, as soon as he knocked him down, AJ. Yeah. Yeah, place went mad, didn't it? Yeah. Place to go mad. It's well, crazy. What's getting us going? Was it eleven? <coughs> we literally there was glasses being well, thrown when, yeah, left, right, and centre. Yeah, when Klitschko went down. Well, when the fight was stopped. Man, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when the fight was stopped was. Yeah. Word, it's like incredible. the scenes for the World Cup last year. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. There was yeah. That the was the atmosphere nuts. around London, and like we went back we to, went to one. Yeah, exactly. We went up town for it up in Shoreditch, but going back to the last podcast, me and you done. The way football affects a nation is yeah, crazy. Yeah. The atmosphere around London was immense. And yeah. Whether you whether, whether you, you supported England or not. Yeah. yeah whether your club football, really whether is. your club football or like or, or not like. No, I'm, I'm national. Like, yeah. I exactly. Not club football at all. Fair. People will come out for the national games, yeah, do you know what I mean? So but they won't watch it on, on, on a weekly basis yeah. in the Prem. So. It, the way it brought people together, nobody was fighting. Not no, everybody yeah. was having a good time. We were up in arms with strangers, like go, leaving mm. the pub, I remember. Cause we went, yeah, I never saw a scrap in any of them times. No. Nah. It was amazing. And How, I was uptown as well, so. Yeah. yeah. If you go uptown, there'll be maybe but, one or two fights a night that you'll see. Mm, but hopefully. during that time... <laughs> but, but literally, that, that time where we went to that pub, it was just yeah. if if you smashed a bottle or They're, you elbowed somebody or anything, it was always just like they didn't care. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, like, <laughs> I mean, obviously <laughs> not over their head, bro. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'd say at <laughs> most that um, that pub itself it was stacked on tiers like there was half yeah. level floors, mezzanines yeah. everywhere. I think there was two mezzanine floors, so there couldn't have been more than two thousand square meters. Um, and there was easily 3,000 people in mm. that pub. Yeah. And the, the floors would shake. Oh, when nuts. When Dyer scored that penalty, when everybody drew him off to beat Colombia and draw, take him out of it, yeah. it was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Can't lie, I did that. Yeah. Why is he doing <laughs> it? And then once he'd done it... Yeah. You got yourself for that. But I, was, um, I was in this little small town called Newham the other week watching... Um, the Cricket. Oh, I can't even remember. No, I think it was just nah, some shitty be England game. I was watching some shitty England game with my mates, and there was this bloke who went to um, went to Liverpool to watch the Champions League final in Liverpool, um, and he said the scenes there were incredible. He said he was still out. People were still out. Like the streets were rammed until half nine, ten in the morning. Yeah, people wow. were still celebrating. Like you couldn't move through Liverpool. That's amazing. Through the centre of Liverpool. That is sick. And that's in- and he said it was probably the best night he's ever had. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Or from a fucking game of football. Yeah. Mental. Um, imagine being one of those 20 year olds. Like, I can't believe that they're so young. Uh, and yeah. It is mental. They have the like, respect of a nation. Mm. And uh, this the one thing as well I hate when they <clears throat> they try and compare themselves to them. Saying, oh, I could have done that. Uh, oh, you no, you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. You weren't in that situation. Well, it goes back to the, our, our first podcast, man. Yeah. Like, it's all about the motivation, you know. There's plenty of. The, so, the team that I'm at, I'm not going to name it, but. Um, there's, a, there's plenty of boys there that that are like, oh yeah, I can I can get into the first team, things like this. But the problem is, is that they don't work hard enough and they've got not got that attitude to want to learn. Yeah. yeah. They think they've already got it, and it's the people, it's the people like yourself. What you're saying earlier with your with your MMA man, like you literally, you don't gloat about it. Yeah. You no, just yeah. work in silence. Yeah. And hard. you don't you, you don't show it in in the public but, eye, like. But you know what? Yeah, is. I would say, I wish, like, you know, I always said with football, I used to play football, or mm. like, it was like a passion of mine when I was a little kid. Obviously, I wanted to be a professional footballer, mm. but I didn't realise at the time, like, you don't realise at that age, and I think that's what obviously separates yeah, yeah. the levels. What, how the, early you have how to How early start. you have to really dedicate yeah, yourself. Yeah. Like, your work ethic has to be elite when you're, like, 10 years old, yeah. which I think is nuts. Yeah. But now that I'm a little bit older, and this is why I, I enjoy MMA, man, because I feel like I've realised, like, oh, shit, no, if you want to actually do something, yeah. you really have to put in a lot of work. Go out and get it. Yeah, man, yeah. you have to really put in a lot of work for it. And I wish I understood that from a younger age, but I'm happy I did mm-hmm. still young enough, you know? You know, same, I, I feel like from working with my dad when I was younger, I've got that work ethic. From yeah. both my parents, they yeah. both work really hard. Um, so from the age of, like, 14, I've had that ethic. But then for me... It was understanding what to put it into okay. and what, what to go mm, into, okay. um, and understanding really what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the time within uni when I was like on my own learning. Yeah. I was around people, yeah. but on my own learning, you'd not get an input from anyone else but you. Mm. You're you're following your passion and. Yeah. What did you do at uni? <clears throat> so I studied architecture at uni. Okay. Okay. Um, didn't. So where did where did the podcast come into everything? Oh well, yeah, this guy is the most motivated. Guy. I said this on the first podcast for the people that are gonna listen to this one as well. I'm I'll cheat you not. Yeah, this guy is the most motivating guy ever. Like he works so fucking hard. Like he will literally he'll go to work here, which is what what hours do you work? Oh, normal nine to five for him. So he works nine to five every single day, right? He then gets home. What time? Seven. So yeah, that's pretty much the entire of his day gone. He finds time in that time to start your own. Well, so are well, you allowed to say it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the clothing line. Um, your. So uh, pretty much what I'm trying to do. Um, that your own podcast. The reason for the podcast as well, because from uni, I found all these different interests and mm. I've learned so much just from talking to people. Yeah. And meeting people from different walks of life. Like I'd, I'd have never met you yeah. if it weren't for David. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, and like it's a blessing in disguise as well absolutely meeting these different people meeting them from all walks of life like I know war refugees like who are like I'd consider best mates um been through a lot um like people from all over the world I know I have a bed in places on every single continent where I can go and visit um and that's one of the benefits I'm sure you guys have as well like you know people from you know know people from around the world yeah yeah, family and whatnot. Yeah, like yeah, but I mean, we went uni with like 
people that obviously went from all walks of life, do you know what I mean? Australia, fucking yeah. Norway, yeah. loads of different places. But right? then going back to like the reason why I wanted to start the podcast is to understand <coughs> and appreciate people's different opinions and, and learn and knowledge yeah. and learn yeah. and be less ignorant. So um, um, where, where have you been? Sorry, like, how many places have you been? Sorry? Where, like, have you been like, how many places abroad have you, like, you traveled at all? Oh, I haven't traveled as much as I want to. Um, I've maybe been to five countries. Okay. Um, and as I've now got a job and I've got disposable income, I can actually go out and, and do that. Go yeah, out yeah, in yeah. a month or two. Um, and I'd like I love to go and talk to people from other places as well and record it, but with my kind of passion being design as well, one of my passions, um, it it allows me to see the problem, identify the problem with different people, mm. think of a solution, and then design something around that and provide a solution. Like the mm. ocean cleanup, I'm sure you you've seen this. Yeah. So the guys, uh, twenty four years old, started up this company back when he was 17, done the research, crowdfunded it, and now he's um, tackling the Pacific Garden pa Garbage Patch. Wow. Big up um, yourself. Yeah, it's a, I can't pronounce his name, um, and I'm sorry. But there's been loads of those. There's been, like, for example, they had the clean-up challenge and stuff like that on, on social media. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I thought that was incredible, you know. Just go into your local area, and that's... So last podcast, again, we were talking about the effects of social media and how negative it can be yeah, towards people's mental health. But it also can be such like a, a, a benefit. A, yeah, a beauty because you've got these people around the world that can see this challenge going on. So then they just work on their area. I mean, the, if you look in a, a third world country, look how much rubbish and things like that and uh, uh, the dumps. It's crazy. Kids are out picking stuff up, like picking shit up to go and make money from. Like one of the... Uh, one thing I think that's overshadowed so much in the um, like the public eye, um, and it's because he's an odd character and he's the son of a completely famous guy, Jaden Smith. Yeah. Oh, um, what a guy! What the guy. amount of stuff he's done yeah. really at such a young age is amazing. Yeah. He's, uh, the you know Just Water. Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. That's he's, him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it's a completely 100% recyclable bottle of water. Okay. So it's a. a I'd say a cut. Oh, it's not a cardboard, but it's a paper bottle, um, and then a disposable plastic cap. Mm. Um, and he's providing clean water, um, in these water pods to, uh, poorer countries, so LEDCs, um, where they can't get clean water. It is crazy though, like, that you think we know what we're doing to the world. Like everybody knows what's happening, but it's the, it's just that source of money, mm. and that's where we were saying again that the. the Money is the root of all evil, man. Like they, there was a guy in Brazil. I, I think it is. I don't. I don't want to speak out of term if I don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm pretty sure I saw something on a guy in Brazil where <clears throat> um, he, he wanted to become mayor, and because it would bring or or president or whatever it was, but because it would bring so much money into the country, um, he was gonna prepare to just devastate half of the the rainforest and build. Just for a bit just, of, just for, for, for just money, for a bit benefits. Just for money that we've made up. To, yeah, to improve their economy, but it's yeah. like, yeah. That's why you I can't believe, do that. Yeah, that's why I believe design can change the world. Like, yeah. I really do, because people buy, like everything around you has been designed and thought of in some sense. And then with people, I, I'm doing it now at work. Um, but you have to design with the intent for 
how it's going to be knocked down in environmental the environmental change and all like the that. environmental aspects yeah. of it you don't just put something there because it works you have to think about yeah because it might not work in 10 years and it might not work in the right way and there might be a better solution mm. it's like we had to order um oh no i can't talk about anything like that um but with stuff like the design aspect of it with what Jaden smith has done is amazing mm. he's how old is he again i think he's 20 which is crazy yeah and then he's seen the problem like what you say in um in brazil where it's all of these different um all of these different uh plastic bottles and um, containers over there and he's actually seeing that problem going to the source of it it's not how I, how can i get up that clean bottle now how can i stop the bottle from getting there mm. he's making a disposable um container and it's people like that and people like Akon as well who's provided electricity and lighting and um, Mark, he gets a lot of slack for it and there's a lot of people yeah. um, kind of being judgmental about the whole free internet and free Wi-Fi thing um, which Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have been um, leading. But connecting the people is going to let them be influenced by the influencers. Do you not know think that Akon thing's bare weird by the way, guys? What's weird of it? Well, like... He single-handedly did all that for... I think for it's like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> but then oh, yeah, but how not can make one think, person do that? Yeah, and then yeah, how the fuck all, all these charities and charities, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't why want to speak out of turn, but... That's why, with what I want to do, I don't want to give to charity. I don't want the tax mm. break to be giving me giving to charity. I yeah, want yeah. To, my tax break to be let me progress and do what I'm doing. Because yeah. with the design agency that I will create one day, I want the projects around that. If I can just make one, and maybe it's... Uh, I don't know if I can bulk up that can disintegrate in five minutes of you doing it, which isn't that. Um, but if I can do something like that, then that's amazing because the charities, like you say, they're so corrupt. I've worked for charities before, okay. um, or, which were named Nameless. But the way, <laughs> the way they, one, treat their staff's disgusting, yeah. their volunteers, they go out and help. Okay. Um, but where that money comes from, there is a hierarchy. And you don't see everything. No, a lot of stuff get behind closed doors, behind corporate doors, and people just this guys in NDAs and whatnot. And you don't necessarily see that effect mm. from what you're donating. Um, that's why I f- and I think with what Jaden Smith's done, what Acon's done, and there's so many countless other people. Um, the guy doing the stuff with the pygmies, Justin Wren's, Justin Wren, um, and that fight for the forgotten campaign. Which we've heard about on like Rogan and TFK, oh. TFK, mm. sorry, um, where they're building wells for the pygmies. Yeah, yeah. Um, giving them clean water. <coughs> like, there's so many things that are going on, and they're just not highlighted mm. because it's not creating profit for the, the big cats. Yeah. And I think we're starting a trend now. Um, the benefit of the kind of justice warriors is that people are much more aware. Mm. I don't agree with a lot of what they say, but I'm a lot more aware. Um, same with like Trump and now um, Boris Johnson in office. Um, we've dumb and dumber. <laughs> yeah. yeah in a I feel like so many people are getting involved and being a lot more conscious with it. I know I am. Mm. I don't know if it's just because of the age I'm coming into and I'm starting to be more aware of it. I feel like that's quite quite similar with all of the uh, the millennials and the noughties kids. They're what they're coming to age. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're starting to take action. Yeah, I think we're just becoming a lot more aware. Like it's like I said, it goes back to that um, the cleanup challenge, things like that. Like the the 
youth are now promoting it a lot more mm-hmm. because it's going through things like social media yeah. media and that's how influential it can be do you know what i mean yeah and then but the thing is with the taking action part of it a lot of people it's going through social media and there's a lot yeah. of influence with it but a lot yeah, of people yeah. are going to be attaching themselves to it like a lot uh, a couple of years back there was that um the ice bucket challenge yeah so many people spreading awareness of it that's really good yeah, yeah. but the whole point of the challenge was you'd throw a buck of ice water over your head and then you donate i think two pounds yeah um and so many people didn't donate yeah but it, there's the good and the bad it's good that yeah. the motor neuron disease was um made aware but made even aware but, but then the benefit or the negative of it is people just done it for the clout but then yeah, and they didn't yeah, exactly. i agree to that yeah but then you got to think like so if they've hashtagged that on instagram something like that people will see that that challenge made aware of it. yeah but it will get it will get spread around like you have yeah, no, no idea imagine they a lot more money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That it was but it will get do you know what i mean it will get promoted through a person who's yeah. then going to vote another three people who's then going to do you know what i mean yeah so that's the benefit of it that is the benefit of it and don't get me wrong yeah not but then again not all people can afford to pay for these things, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, of course. A lot of us were young at that time as well, what, 16 when that thing came out? Yeah, yeah we, we couldn't exactly do it, could we? Yeah. But, yeah, no, that, that it's, I'm not taken away from it at all, like, it's an amazing thing what social media can do. Um, mm. And I, I really do believe that as we, as we progress and as we become, um, and I think we're really starting to, we're starting to do it a lot younger and a lot be, being a lot more proactive about yeah. it. Because, the, whole crowdfunding thing and getting the finances to produce a lot of these things is becoming so much more well known how mm. to navigate that mm. um, I believe the ideas that people have because everybody's a designer if you know it or not yeah. your problem solving ability with your MMA um, you with your knowledge of the gym your problem solving on how to maintain that healthy lifestyle and get out of those sticky situations that problem solving can be applied to anything. Mm. What I think the problem that a lot of people have is identifying the problem. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, I say problem so much there. <laughs> um, but identifying that problem and then the process on getting the cause and then the solution from that is, mm. that's the design process in my yeah. eyes. Um, and that's why I have that passion and that fire in my belly, um, which I feel a lot of the people in the corporate industry, which I'm a part of at the moment, um, they they lack, they lack that fire. Yeah, so I was, you know, I was going to mention it a minute ago when you said that you will, you said you yeah, will, yeah. I can't remember what it was yeah. you said, but you said you will do it. Oh, with create his own des- um, design agency. Yeah. And, and I was thinking, benefit. yeah, fucking right, man. Fair. Yeah. yeah. No, I think everybody has to have that mindset. It's like, you will go into yeah, 100%. And I say that all the time. Yeah. And you have to yeah. have that mindset because the doubt creeps in all the time. Oh yeah, the doubt sure. I had to start that first podcast, I was like, no one's gonna fucking listen to this. I'm, I, I hate yeah. the way I sound, um, and everybody does, and that's why I'm like, fuck it, let's do yeah. it. Because in five years' time, if I take away from a conversation something that I can apply and then help people, yeah. that's it for yeah. me. That's perfect. That's a great perspective. But if I can help somebody listening to this, and if, because I know I've listened to Joe Rogan um, talk to all of these philosophers and idea makers, mm. and that one 30 seconds of it I've used in my dissertation and 
excited the guy. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm excited the professor. And then it's made um, my thinking and my research all come together in a certain aspect mm. of it. So if I can help somebody with anything that we've spoken about, yeah, for sure. Um, and then they can use that inspiration and use it in a positive light on the world, then that's perfect for me. Mm. That that's it made. Um, but I, I do see it going a lot bigger than that. These are the type of people that you want to be hanging around with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for no. sure. Like just bare motivated people. Just just people want to wanting to, to get off their arse and actually go and do something. Again, it, it, it all relates back to that first yeah. podcast that we did where we were talking about it. Just people get off your arse and if you want something, you just go get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 21's like, a weird age as well, isn't it? You're the it same is. age as us, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 21's a weird age, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because everyone's at such different stages of their life. Oh, they are, man. Some <coughs> people have kids, some people have, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I, I know people that Married. I went to school with that are, that are holding down, like some of them are self-employed. Mm. I know people that are living in houses with boyfriends, future husbands fucking having kids yeah. so I mean I know people like me I'm still living at home Yeah, it's a weird one man it is weird it is weird 21's a weird age but. Yeah, it's that transition it really is mm. because there's a lot of people who I won't ever like in quotation grow up um, I believe you have to kind of go at life with that kind of useful um, want and urge to learn Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think if you get older you kind of get mundane and that in a sense is linked to what you want to do with life because we said it last last uh, time as well if you want to do a nine to five then that's fine Great. Like, yeah, as long as you're happy yeah. then that's you're perfect happy, yeah. Yeah. but for me that's not it uh, like, yeah yeah my exactly life experience so far has been tenfold to what a lot of people have ever mm. experienced and i hope they never experience <clears throat> what i've gone through yeah um yeah. and that's not me just being petty that's that's life um and I've learned from it. And yeah, I'm man, big on. up yourself. No. Come through a lot of shit, man. Yeah. A lot of shit. But with that, there's two things you can do. You can sit down and give up and yeah. get what life takes you. You can go and chase it. Yeah. Um, and the one thing for me is I'm always going to put other people ahead of me. But, yeah, but do you know what? Like, I'd probably say... I've noticed this, like, obviously, since you were, like... Since you ran the marathon, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, as soon as that situation happened, you went off the radar a bit for probably about two weeks. And then... Oh, afterward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, but you had to take time to, like, self-reflect and obviously more and whatever. Mm. But um, after that, yeah, it was an immediate, all right, shit, this has happened. Okay, whatever, get on with it. Yeah. And every time we spoke after that, you're not you're not fussed by it. Yeah. You've, you've come to terms with it and now you are moving forward to a direction that yeah. you want to go. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. not letting anything hold you down. Exactly. And that's the thing, you can't let anyone hold you down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand it completely. And we won't go into it, but that, what I had to do and understood it was yeah, I had to that become was, that role yeah, um, crazy. within the dynamic. But I feel with anything that happens in life, if anything knocks you down, you've got to see it as not... Mm. Uh, disheartened but like how can I improve from this mm. yeah, especially when you're chasing something as yeah. well especially when you're chasing something it's exactly what you were saying Ethan <clears throat> earlier with the injuries that you've entailed you're like right how can I recover from this and get back as soon as possible yeah. and you're still being proactive you're not just sitting on your mm. ass with and that's what a lot of people do when whenever they get um, disheartened or knocked back I feel mm. especially with the generation that's just gone I feel like a lot of people that I know, and it's not speaking for everybody because everybody's different, but a majority um, of people that I know have just kind of 
take on what they were given. Yeah, settled. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. People get comfortable yeah. and settled. I think I really do. That like was, it, on, sorry, it'd be so on. easy for one of us to get a regular nine to five job, join the nine to five rat race. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Live an average life. Yeah. Like it'd yeah. be very easy to do it, but you just got to When we were on, um, when we mm-hmm. went to Spain, we went to Spain a couple <coughs> of weeks ago, um, and we sat, like, we went to the, the harbour of Barcelona, and we was walking down it, and we was looking at all these yachts, right? And the yachts were getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I was stood there, and we always like, do you know what? Yeah, I wouldn't even give a shit. I'd, like, without a doubt, 100%, even if I was bare rich, I would be completely happy with one of them small yachts, yeah. And then we went round the corner, innit? Yeah. And we saw, who was it? Oh, the ex-UFC president, uh, Lorenzo Fatita, one of them, half of the Fatita brothers. Yeah, actually saw him already. No, no his we yacht. saw his two yachts. I've seen his yacht, it's beautiful. Well, he's got Gorgeous. a yacht and he's got a support yacht for the yacht that has all his little <laughs> gadgets in, which, by the way, yeah, <laughs> is insane. Like, the guy... Support, wait, no, yeah. just, yeah, just so the word, support yacht. It's basically <laughs> the party boat, effectively, Absolutely. I'm guessing. Like... The, the guy must was, get. Go on. The go one on. was 160 million or something like that, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, and his support boat was like 100. Oh, nah, his support boat was like 70 or 80 yeah, million, it was wasn't still it? Ridiculous. And then he's got a helicopter on top of the, the main one. Yeah, the helipad. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Yeah, and the thing with people. Lorenzo. I can't pronounce his second name, what is it? Fatita. 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 He's a person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's a person. He may yeah. have had a rich father. Yeah. Because um, I understand the history uh, very slightly. He had a rich father, but he's a person. Yeah. Like, that, that's obtainable, guys. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not out of this world. People have done it. They're, everything you do, don't be disheartened if people have done it before. Yeah. Take, yeah. Put your own take on it. Mm. And a lot more people would probably tell you you can't do it than, they, than you can. Will, than you can. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Because they don't, like, I think subconsciously, a lot of people. And I'm glad I've, consciously, I'm glad that I've never done this, but I'll never dishearten you because I'm jealous. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, for sure. I, I get jealous, I'm human, but yeah. did, we were speaking about this last time. Yeah, man, literally. Um, jealousy is, for me, a motivator. Yeah. It's like, oh, you've got yeah. that, oh, like, you guys are in good shape. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to be in good shape. I said shape. this about both groups, yeah, like last week. Um, yeah. And I said that, obviously, literally... All of our, like my, my two groups, obviously, I've got my uni friends and I've got my home friends. And now both of them have kind of mixed, which yeah. for me is an absolute blessing. Like, it's exactly the type of people I want to have in, him, in my life because everyone's just motivated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's what we were saying last week, man. Like, every single person in this group is competitive against each other, but in a positive way. Yeah. Like, and I was saying... Bring each other up as well. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And I've yeah. spoken about, like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every... It's crazy. It's good to have people like that around you. And yeah. if you're in Blessed. a situation at the moment where there isn't a support group around you, mm. be a friend, be a family, like sort it out. Take yourself out of the situation. Yeah. It'll be possibly not, the hardest thing you do. And if not, look at yourself and, and think like, what can I do to achieve me and, yeah. and love me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But is what it is, man. We we were we learnt a few uh, a few lessons through. Uni and things like that, like mad yeah, lessons, isn't it? Uni was an experience. Like Crazy it. experience. Yeah, it, it's, <clears> a, it's a good time to learn about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you pick up vital skills as well. Yeah, like for you sure. chucked into a flat. I knew one person in the flat already, which helped massively. But obviously, you went 
first year didn't know fucking anybody. yeah i was i was so basically we had a ground floor <clears throat> which was all boys so it was like everyone had to kind of well if you don't know anyone there two of the boys knew each other i think before maybe was it uh was that a uni yeah don't well, maybe they jo- did mate no yeah no you you and josh did anyway that's not the point you are chucked in to like this small flat underneath like another gigantic building yeah, basically yeah basically you're in a prison cell and uh <laughs> and you you're just made to fend for yourself really do all your washing do all your your cleaning your cooking everything like that and that was like it was such a blessing like, on the first day i saw ethan yeah it sounds proper corny and shit i literally i saw him and i was like fuck man Pfft gonna be pals you know what I mean <laughs> like <laughs> in my head I was like this guy's gonna be my pal because we had spoken a tiny bit and uh and I was like oh what what are you studying and he was like oh, I'm doing fo- like football studies and <clears throat> I was like oh damn okay and nobody else in the flat was doing it apart from me and me and Josh really um and so that was the blessing we kind of stuck stuck together went to the lectures together obviously everything like that and and that's how we how we met and our flatmate in second year did football studies as well. He was a joy to be with, to be around. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He's like, he came out of his cave once every like two weeks. Anyway, Do you that, like, the flat next door were fucking had the music on, yeah, and it was people obviously people were going out drinking. Was it during freshers? I Might have been so. during freshers. <laughs> and this grumpy yeah. motherfucker man just come out of the door banging on the fucking flat next door. Fuck you, turn you down. Killed uh, me and Josh. Oh, Josh would have his TV on, like, playing play FIFA just to piss him off, man. Or he used to bang on the fucking. We had some mad stories from you, man. Yeah, we know we really do. Uh, but I'd tell people about that time you almost chiselled off your fucking eyebrows. Oh nah. <laughs> <laughs> so for nah, I can't say that, man. Surely I can't say what I was doing. Why? Is it that bad? Is it? No, nah, it's, not, it's, not, nah, it's not bad at all. So basically, we was, we, was, we was in a um, a communal flat. So obviously, we had communal like showers yeah, and, this and shit like year. this. Yeah, this first year. Structs. It's literally a prison cell. And, uh, and single bed as well. Yeah, single bed, everything single like that. Bed. Yeah, it was, oh. it was a struggle. Anyway, so basically, our, our friend Josh, no offense, little Jay, love you bits, but he. Caught, sort of become non-existent the first year. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we didn't really see that much of him. And um, we literally did everything, like, every fucking day together, pretty much, innit? Yeah. Uh, whether it was yeah. watching a Netflix de- documentary or fucking going on a night out or doing uh, whatever, yeah, watching the football. Fucking every fucking day spent first year. With brows off your face. Yeah, so basically, anyway. So, me and Ethan one day was like... Alright, we've watched this, we've watched that. What, oh, what we were we so do? bored, weren't we, man? We, we literally, literally had nothing better to do. Literally tearing our eyebrows out. Literally. And uh, we go into the bathroom, innit? Like, sounds a bit weird, sounds a bit gay. Um, but we go into the bathroom and um, we was like, oh, fucking hell. So, I, like, we got out a deodorant can in it and a lighter. And uh, <laughs> I was like, because obviously it was tiles, it wasn't going to be effective. By, by like flames or anything do you know yeah. what I mean maybe I I don't know if that's correct or not but fuck it it happened anyway <laughs> but I, I was doing like I was putting the 
deodorant on like the floor and stuff of the shower and the yeah the, and the walls. outside of the door man we were just that bored we were just doing nothing yeah <laughs> and just like flaming it and <laughs> obviously it goes within it. seconds in it because yeah. it's and like and it's like, like the fucking 12 year old fucking retards that we were drawing dicks on the wall and thinking it was hilarious oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Wow. just because we were that bored man there's nothing better to do but anyway at the time at the time anyway yeah. And so I was like, oh, fuck it, man. What, what do you reckon happened? Like, if I fill this, the cap up and, and, and light it? Nah, I'm not, well, I say sink. I'm not that much of an idiot, yeah, but, sink. yeah, what, what did I say? You said the cap. <laughs> nah, the, yeah, the cap of the deodorant can. No, I thought it was the sink. Nah, yeah, but I put it in the deodorant oh, can. Yeah, you <laughs> big doofus, do you know what I mean? I put it in the, um, the cap of the deodorant <laughs> can, yeah, and put it in the sink. And I'd sprayed loads of deod- like deodorant into this thing. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this will go up in flames or what. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking like, idiot. No, no, yeah. I was like, no, no, but it'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be cool. Lit it. I swear to God, yeah, the entire, like it flamed up and almost, well, it took off my eyelashes Good pretty much. <laughs> my, my eyebrows were pretty much gone and some of the hair at the front was all gone. And it was Probably like, when you burn hair, well. yeah, it stinks. Like it proper yeah. stinks. And, uh, and it was all like, it was all melted at the ends of the tips and stuff like that. And I was like, right, that's it. I'm never, never <laughs> touching fire again. I should have learned from a young age, really. I did some stupid shit when I was younger as well. Yeah, sure. he loves the flame. <laughs> yeah, nah. I sound like a little arsonist, man. Nah. Absolute pike. You got, you get your, um, you've got to live and you've got to learn. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> did you actually get your deposit back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah nah, did. that was only in first year. Surprising. So it's... Nah, because it it just goes away. Do you know what I mean? It was literally a flame for a second, and yeah. that's it done. Yeah. It's, but did it not? Yeah, but we got fire extinguished. We're not fucking idiots. No, no, no. So, well, I say that again, well, but we we, <laughs> we were still doing it. <laughs> nah. Um. Yeah, we we had some crazy memories, man. I'm trying to think what else really like. Oh no! Tell the bin story. Nah, I can't tell that, man. I sound like a fucking arsonist. Do you know like what I mean? A bit what more fire? Yeah. What's uh, that? Was it more fire? Yeah, no, I can't go through that, man. I actually can't Damn tell child. this story. I can't <laughs> tell this story, man. Yeah, as well. long as it's not going to incriminate you, that's fine. Well, well yeah. Like Ten, man, come on. Maybe yeah, you, I know I was bare young, but it still doesn't excuse me. All right, so basically when I was younger, yeah, and I was growing up in the... I'm not going to say where. <laughs> it was in... I've definitely in, already said it. Oh, gutted. Sunderland. Yeah, you uh, said it. Gutted. All right, anyway... <laughs> Grew up and we only had back lanes in it. We didn't have gardens, didn't have anything. Street breaker. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So we, we literally, me and my brothers and that would go out and play football in the backyard, um, backyard, back lane. And um, they used to have dustbins and that out the back, innit? And like literally being a little kid, you wanted to explore, you wanted to do stupid stuff, you wanted to do this and that. Like, I'm not making any excuses for it, but... Yeah, one day I just stupidly fucking thought it'd be a good idea, yeah. So at first it would be little things, yeah. It'd be like experimenting with magnifying glasses on paper. For the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, man. Do you know what I mean? I sound like some like little psycho. Nah, I'm really not, yeah. As you, obviously you both know, but... Again, you have to live and you have to learn. So, yeah, I was, I was just... I was a little shit and... I just set... Like, I set, a bin, <laughs> set this bin on fire, man. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it fully went up. I don't know if it fully went up. I'm pretty, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Jetted off before it could. Uh... What, li- <laughs> <laughs> but if I was like ten. I don't know what I was thinking. Don't know what I was thinking. I hope that doesn't incriminate me because. Nah, you were ten. Uh, uh, yeah, anything you were doing like post twelve, unless you haven't like. 
I was, do you Probably know what? I probably not. wasn't even 10. I was younger than that. Yeah? Yeah, because I had my 11th birthday in London. That's a joke, because my little nephew's like around that age, and I could not imagine him doing something like that. Oh, yeah. Cheers, he, do you know what I mean? No, he just Incriminating seems, just too, seems too small. Man, no, like. but looking back at people um, that are like 10, 11 now, looking back at what you've gone through, and like, nah, they can't be doing that Yeah, stuff, no, man. I know, I know. It's crazy. Mm. I, I feel, yeah. I feel so old on look at the younger people now. Yeah, and especially have you been on night out recently? Oh yeah, everyone's sixteen. It's it's well, number dirt. one, yeah. I feel yeah, there are bare people that are young, but I feel for us that like and obviously you went to uni but you didn't live away from home, so it's kinda of like we yeah. went on nights out to kinda of socialise and obviously like get to know. Yeah, people. exactly. And it's almost kinda of, not killed it, I say that I, I don't mean to sound like some fucking forty year old guy, it's just <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Having a midlife crisis, but it's almost got to that point where, unless you're with the best group of people possible, what's the point in a night out? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, and even then, like, I, <clears throat> you, you know what it's like. Like, we go to the pub pretty much every weekend. It's pretty normal, though, isn't it? Yeah, but no, nah, but is it? Is it yeah, like, maybe do back people the, yeah, get... but maybe, but do you know what I mean? When we're younger, you just fucking any excuse to go out, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, and get away from the house, yeah. things like that. Don't get me wrong, I, I completely agree, but at the same point, do you not think. Because other people that didn't go uni, yeah? Like, I know a lot I of people... You, I say that, actually. I went out the other week for someone at my work was leaving. And um, I'd smoked before I went. Because um, I didn't want to drink. Yeah. And um, when I was there, I was just, I was just seeing... Just like middle like middle people that were like yeah. middle... This was a weekend as yeah. well. I think it was a bank holiday, actually. Where was it? In Gloucester. Oh, in Gloucester. The in the Shire. Um, Las Vegas, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I just... I just couldn't believe it, man. Like, there are people that blatantly do this every single weekend. Yeah. And that's not to well, say, like, that... I'm looking down on people, but I don't understand how people are happy doing that every oh, weekend. Yeah, you see the regulars. Yeah. That's, that's like I don't in, get it. In, in Venue Newcross, Venoir. Venoir. In Venoir, they've got Mr. Venue. Oh, and he yeah. literally is just some old geezer who just walks around every, every single week in a Burberry shirt, man. Yeah. Big up yeah. yourself, that guy out there. You are fair play. You, you're a trooper, mate. You're a trooper. Uh, Lo and behold, he'll probably be like a shareholder in venue. He's like, going yeah, yeah probably, man. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Testing out his own club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, go. I feel with the whole uni thing, it's never going to live up to what. Yeah. Like, no. From going out, like, yeah, I didn't especially go out not much. when you live in Gloucester. Yeah, I didn't well. go out much in yeah, like, fair. Uni <laughs> yeah, and Boy. I feel as well being outside of London. I've I go south sometimes, but it's a different world. Whereabouts do you go to uni? So I went to uni. It was a. Uh, London University. Oh, it was so. Okay. It was Did right you live at home? Center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you yeah, wish um, you'd got out? At times, I wish I'd done it for the first and second year. But at times, I don't as well okay. because I wouldn't have like achieved what I did or met the people that I did because a lot of the guys that I went to uni with. To be honest, my university wasn't a big guy in that thing because there wasn't really halls. Okay. Um. To be fair, um, it was a very small uni. Um, but I feel the like, actual teaching that I've well not teaching but the projects that I've done and that it, we have made a small impact yeah um, wouldn't have got done but I, at the same time I wish I went like away because I almost so, went to Bournemouth yeah that, and done this is oh, okay this yeah. is the thing yeah that I was saying the other day like oh, I don't even know what's going to go with that um, short term memory <laughs> legit man shouldn't have smoked that joint do you know what I mean <laughs> Uh, what was it? Andrew Drugs. Happens to the best of us, man. Yeah. Especially when you're this chilled out. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I feel 
going off from that whole the aspect of uni for you guys it was much more you guys worked fucking hard as well but it was much more of a social thing because you're away from home yeah, yeah it really that, was that's yeah. that's yeah. that's what i was going to go on to sorry is literally i was <laughs> the light bulb came on in his head <laughs> legit but it was like the other the other day on the podcast we were talking about how it's difficult for people that are in smaller areas to get out of those areas yeah and you were yeah, what you and you Gloucester, man. exactly that's I what i was exactly Gloucester about to say and i was saying like place places like sunderland newcastle's quite big like there's a bit of beef between obviously the two but new newcastle's a bit better like in terms of um the size of the city for one and the things that are in the city. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you go to somewhere like Gloucester, there's nothing really there. Do you know nothing what I mean? Or like especially with what I wanted to do. So I, I, I everyone's plan. demotivated as well there. Yeah, because like, there's I mean? no like, opportunity, man. Like, yeah. It is, it is, but that's that's what it's like in Sunderland, man. But then if you go Cheltenham, Cheltenham's, Cheltenham's really nice like yeah. b- like booming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, it is. You've got the two, the two sides to every every yeah. city really. But I f- yeah, I feel like it's where you're at in life as well because yeah. when you do go to those places, a lot of old people. There are some people that are kind of like what we said last time. It, they get stuck in that rut and they stay there. They do that rat race, that yeah. nine to mm. five. But then I feel at this stage in our lives, we're chasing something, and I yeah. hope I never change. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah. I, hope I think that a lot that. now, man. But no, do you not? I do. I, th- I think I it do. a lot. I not anytime soon, but I'd like to think once I felt like I want to feel like what it feels like to be successful. Yeah. Do, you know what I'm do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, but but I guess yeah. When you've got this, like at some point you want to you want to start. Yeah, but then you when do you, you don't start? Have that do you... mindset the whole your whole life, I don't think. Because uh, 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 the thing for me, yeah, when are you gonna stop? Yeah. If you're this motivated your entire life, yeah, is there gonna be a point where you're gonna be like, oh, do you know what? I'm actually gonna slow down now. Do you know what I mean? Like eventually so. there will have to be, I of course. Because so. mm. I hope I'll be happy with what I've done. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But then will you be ever? truly truly happy eventually because you're so motivated to just want to push and do more and excel more and be the best and better and better and better do you see what i'm saying by that i don't know man. i don't know i think it depends what you want to do really yeah fair yeah. but no but i'm just saying like because you're at the moment you're one of these people that just at the moment yeah yeah but do you, will that ever stop that's what i'm asking do you reckon it will I, ever I stop? so no i, I can tell you can tell you but mm. i hope so yeah. So that, yeah, that's the whole point of it. You want to yeah. try, yeah. You want to make sure that this grind stage in your life actually has the end and next success. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but is, um, I'm asking whether you will acknowledge when you will be able to be. Yeah, successful. I don't know, man. Fuck knows. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Like yeah. I do hope mm-hmm. so. I'm not, but like I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like I hope I'll be able to stop. Yeah, yeah fair. Like the stage as well, especially with what you're wanting to go into, being a competitive fighter. I feel in your aspect, yeah. You need to understand when to stop because if you have that fire in your belly, it's like um, sadly the guy passed away yeah. over the weekend yeah. um, mm. in the boxing match. But if you don't know when to stop and know when, yeah, I need to look after my health and I've got I've got enough around me where I can yeah. live a good and healthy yeah. life and support the people around yeah. me, then that's perfect. Yeah. And you can make your difference that way. Mm. As well, uh, obviously, the box is a lot different yeah. because it was mid-fight. He yeah. probably really, uh, you know, I'm not even gonna. He probably really did want to stop, but he's a fighter, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And it, although his corner was begging him to stop, like it's it's a bit of an outlier. What I'm trying to say is, as long as you've got a good people around you, yeah. like we were saying earlier, if you've got mm. a good support system around you, then I think you'll know when to stop. You see, like people like Michael Bisbee and Rashad Evans, man. Yeah. Do you yeah. Know what I mean, they could have gone on yeah, to Bellator, yeah. had, do you know what I mean, been stars yeah. over there, but instead they've called it quits and said, you know what. 
yeah. actually I've done my bit yeah. mm. and they seem content with it as well exactly mm. yeah. Um, I've, yeah that but fighter. on the flip side people do have do you know what I mean if you haven't got that support system around you it probably could be quite yeah. hard mm. that, especially that fighter instinct because you just want to keep going yeah you have that and I think honestly from what I've seen of fighters um, it can go both ways like they lose that that fire and then some of them have it and they'll have it till the day they die but they have that understanding of I need to I need yeah. to step back now yeah. but mm. then with what I'm doing um, I I've been um, around people that are 70 and they're okay. still going really um, do you think you'll be like that Ben I hope I am do you? for me because with my vision of what I want to do and what I want to achieve um I hope I can always do it. Like, okay. I'm not comparing myself at all, yeah. but I want to be like Elon Musk. Okay. Um, with the thing you will be like Elon Musk. Do you know what I mean, not, you no, will be. I'm not a genius like that, but the way that he's constantly trying to solve the problems that are put in front of him. Okay. Um, I just find that that's my passion. Yeah. Mm. Um, your passion's fighting. Um, and your passion's managing football. Mm. That's coaching yeah all of that. Mm. but it's yeah it it's different for every single person and i'm glad that we've kind of found what it is for yeah. Us. yeah yeah I've, i think i think about that a lot and as I well. Feel I we're think, lucky i think we're, yeah that's exactly what i was about yeah. to say i think we're real lucky for for the opportunities that all of us have had do you know what i mean like you've got big plans on the way for the end of this yeah. year 100%. 100% so do you want to talk about it or are you going to yeah, keep it on the low? Well, or? It's, it's one of them, isn't it, man? I don't want to don't want jinx nothing. Nah, of course not, but... Yeah, all right, all right. Man, I've, so I've been planning to fight this year um, and I will be fighting. Like, mm. whether it be this year or next year, whenever I'm healed up, I've sprained my ankle about three times this year. It's killing me. It's doing my head in. Um, but as soon as I'm fit and I'm healthy, I've spoken to my coach. He'll be chucking me in and we'll be going from there, man. It'll be, be, the, be the beginning. Do you know, do you know what, yeah... Um, we was talking the other day with one of our other friends. Oh, you know him, Ryan Moss. Yeah. Oh, we were speaking about him the other day on that podcast. Yeah, we speak about him a lot. We need to get him on. Um, yeah, sure. Do a podcast with all three of us. Yard. Well, all four of us. What's that? I said he needs to leave his yard. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, oh, what was it? Oh, I'm you know so I mean? sorry, man. I've been <laughs> fully. I'm so yeah, sorry. <laughs> Maybe you need another spliffy for inspiration. Don't yeah, you? maybe. <laughs> I, I need it to come back to me. <laughs> but, but with what you're doing, Ethan, um, let me know when everything is going, because if yeah, anybody 100%. is going to be listening to this at any point, um, I'll make sure people are aware of it. And I'd love to actually actually come to the debut. Yeah, 100%. I'm, as well. I'm down for it. Yeah. I'm down we'll for it. Make sure. State, I still can't remember what I was going to say. Nothing. But it's, it's amazing that. Um, You've got yourself into such a such a good shape, and your coach is seeing that as well. Oh, sorry, yeah, just quickly. Oh, sorry, sorry, I remember it. Oh, the light box come back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> goes on and off on the regular for me. Um, it was about the the message that you got received. Do you remember from that that girl? No. So nah, yeah, of course you do, but basically, yeah, we was on um, it was on Xbox or something like that, and we was all just chilling and talking and um. He put up a video of one of his of his um, heavy bags like sessions. 
And oh, someone's telling me that I couldn't punch. Or yeah. <laughs> so obviously this guy's trained for fucking years and years and years. Yeah, what, since you were four, what, 12? Something like that, right? And this girl pops up to him after he put up a little um, like a video of him showing off like his fucking skills because I'm telling you, he's like a fucking ninja. And uh, he was uh, he battered this bag, yeah, well hard twice, yeah, with two hooks. Like one followed by the other, obviously. And he stepped out and swung round. And I swear to God that the bag almost like were encaved in itself. It was fucking well strong, yeah. <laughs> and he gets his like honestly, I can't explain the video. It like it, it, whatever I say will not do it justice. But this yeah, check it out. It's on your Instagram or anything like that. Yeah, it'd be on my Instagram. Man. I'm not gonna show my Instagram. Man. All right, fair. Yeah, fair. We've had been hacked too many times. Yeah, I actually have as well. <laughs> they were crazy times, man. Anyway, and this girl messages him, and she's like. You throwing it wrong or something like that? Yeah, mm. man, yeah, she did, but I, and she, we I, all just sat there creasing. And, we, <laughs> and what did you say? Uh, I'll take him on the chin then, and then tell me that or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, I, was that I, outrageous? I was girl, man, like it was a joke. Between yeah, no, nah, of course, of course, of course. I wouldn't actually girl. batter a woman, by the way. Just throw oh. that out there. Yeah, no, 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 we don't. We don't <laughs> condone violence like that at all. But um. With that, has she ever had any like comeback clients? Um That you know what she's on. I think she boxed actually. I think she did box. To be oh, fair, no, okay. I think so she, she did. Maybe she was fair. She, she, it was bad. Could have been critical, man. Hey. Could have just been critical, and she wanted to give you a yeah, no, point. Yeah, but, but at the same the, point, she was taking the piss, but it was yeah. Well, but I mean, you watch. Yes, I know. Yeah, so. she's gonna be in the corner of your first professional fight, and she's gonna yeah. tell you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already got some stuff for his first pro fight. Well, not for his first. When is, is when you're in your championship fight, man? I've got some yeah. f- a few things, motivational things to it. say to you. Do you know what I mean? I thought yeah. about it a lot. I said yeah. that to him on holiday as well, man. Yeah. Some some things I'll be chucking out from the front front row, yeah. I'll be shouting out about, and I swear to God, yeah, he'll batter this guy the round after. I'm telling you right now. So, yeah, I can't wait to fight, man. Yeah. Can't wait, but. It's great that like, there's passion for it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I, but um, it's like I said, man, lucky. But um, it's nice, because obviously, like you said, about Gloucester, not, it's not a place of much opportunity, it really mm. isn't. Um, and. With, like I don't want to seem like I'm, do you know what I mean, looking down or belittling people, but a no, lot of people yeah, do yeah, settle. A lot of people do settle. No. Um, That's just not what you want to do. Yeah, and our little gym, we've had a few fighters. We've had three fighters go off and compete in amateur world championships in Dubai. Um, one of them, one of our like, guys, has just gone pro recently. He's signed to Cage Warriors, um, Christian Duncan. Man, I think I mentioned him earlier, but yeah, the guy's a savage man. Um, Leon Roberts, man. Leon Roberts, yeah, he's a UFC ref. He, he does some coaching roles down there um, occasionally, man. He's a fucking fountain of knowledge, of knowledge mm. that guy. But it's mad that these people are in Gloucester. Mm. And it's nice seeing it. Yeah. Um, Mark Weir as well. I oh, don't know if there's any wow. hardcore MMA fans out there, man. But that guy's uh, competed all over the world. A, a legit world class fighter. Yeah. He's fought in the UFC had back the in record, the day, didn't he? Yeah, he, the, he did. Hold the the, he held the, re- held the re- record for a long time for the fastest record in the UFC, in UFC history, man. Knocked out a guy in nine seconds through a nuts kick and then... Outrageous. Um, it was a straight left or a straight right straight after and yeah. this guy, man, killed him. But it, it, if you didn't know about it, you wouldn't know these people existed in Gloucester. Mm. But yeah. it's nice that I'm around it and I'm with it. Do and do you know what, yeah. It, it, there's a path. There's someone to follow. Yeah. It's, it's what we were talking about earlier as well, where everyone's kind of like, when you're at that level, it's how you condone yourself. Like, are you humble yeah. about it? And I swear to God, like, I've met Mark Weir a few times now. Um... 
and every time like he welcomes you into his gym like like whether he knows you or not and you're the, whether you're there to 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 spar or to to train or whether you're there just to watch yeah he'll always he always like ask how you're doing blah 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 this and that have an actual conversation with you and this guy's like being the best of the best at one point do you know what i mean um, it's amazing to have people like that because yeah, for it, sure. it, it yeah, inspires so many more people. It's a big thing. It really is. Um, even since we've had these people go off and do like the amateur world championships and whatnot, and Christian mm. going pro, like even more people have come come to the gym and they want they the recruit program. Yeah, they runs that, and a lot of people sort of try getting on that, and yeah. we're very interested in getting on that. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's it's good to see. It's good to be around. It's really good to be around. And it's it, it's important seeing it. I think mm. more than anything, because it shows there's a pathway. Has anyone has anybody seen any of Michael Bisping's uh, book that he's releasing? I've seen yeah, I've seen that he's releasing, he's releasing one, a book. But... I think it's like an, it's like a biography or not a biography. Mm. No, I didn't realize. I, I know he's doing a lot of acting at the moment. Yeah, yeah. no, he's releasing a book, and um, yeah, it just looks really good. Man, I just want to throw it out there. It looks sick. Yeah. Sounds sick. But yeah, it's amazing. Uh, like what you said about the whole thing with. A lot of places being in Gloucester and so, or not a lot of places being in Gloucester, but having those just those four fighters there, yeah, mm. like you said, it gives you that path, it gives you that that exit, um, and I feel the location um, is becoming less and less important as the time goes on. It's about the the people that you're trained by and yeah, the people you're training with. But what it does do is inspires the people all around especially up north so yeah. with the guys that come from there and then with like we we're talking earlier about Dillian White a Brixton boy mm. like so many people have been inspired from that guy um, around that area I think it's amazing yeah for sure how it can have such an effect on people do you know what yeah that's one thing I want to do with my life and that's probably my ultimate goal I long to become a Premier League manager or, or Premier League uh, assistant or just a coaching member of staff for first team football in the Premier League yeah is to genuinely leave my mark somewhere mm-hmm. like just just know and, and, and have people know that I'm a good like try to be a good guy or try to do this or try to do you know what I mean try to motivate as, as yeah. much as, and, and that's yeah. been my theme throughout for, for, for a, a while for a long time yeah, really like my my entire dissertation at uni was based on motiva- motivational climates. Now, obviously, that was part of coaching, but then it's like, how do you bring that into your own life and how do you bring that into your group of friends and how do you group do that to motivate yourself and the people around you? Yeah. Like, I learned a lot through it. I learned a lot through it. And that's that's been my, my key theme ever since then is, is just trying to motivate people, like whether it's put up a little story on Snapchat. Like, I, I started skipping recently and... Um, you know, I'm not I'm not amazing, I'm not the best or anything like that, but I put my mind to it and within three days I was learning crossovers, I was learning fast um, step skipping, things like that, yeah. And I literally, I did it for three days to a week and I was sending videos to Ethan, I was sending videos to my friends and just saying like, look, like, what, what do you think of this? Like, how can I improve? Every, like, everything's a learning process. And uh, I put a few of them up on my, my story and some on Instagram. Yeah, well. And I think yeah. for the people that are saying, ah, oh, skipping's... Easy. Do it for thirty seconds. Oh, mate. I, see how long you can last. Mate. Mad, I so I, I, when I do it, and especially I do it on Snapchat to, to send it to you, like, boys, I'll literally, I'll be start stopping, but it's almost like hit. 
which is quite mm. nice because you're stopping to record the video and then you're starting again. And then if you mess up, you start again. And it, the process continues until you get it right and things like that. And um, literally, that it's, it's just been, it's been such a blessing. But it's being able to get up and do that motivation thing for yourself to just... To just be the best and want to be and the best, whether anything. Yeah, and that's the thing. Saying, man, which is huge. Yeah, like I, I try to put it up on my story and just, and do you know what I've heard? I could probably count quite a few, oh, over ten people have messaged me ever since I've, I've put them up. Like loads of different people, even people that I went to school with, um, a few people that I met out in other countries, a few this and that, and they're always like. Yo, you're really motivating me to, to do this, like go to the gym or start skipping again or this and that and, and just be active and go out. Like Bill. Um, yeah. He, big Bill. Yeah, big billion. Guy who's six foot eight. Yeah, so six is he actually? Eight? Nah, he's not. He might as well be. He's taller. Absolute grasshopper. <laughs> Cricket. Um, nah, I love him to bits though, but he. Um, it'll come back in a minute man do you know what I mean <laughs> not having a good one today boys maybe you need another spliff though yeah, yeah, yeah take time out for a sec but one thing I want to go back to with what heat is killing me oh, yeah, yeah we have it is like 30 35 degrees hottest day of the year so like far isn't it I think half ten at Apparently night what is day on record going on bullshit. yeah that's got to be bollocks man but um yeah so currently in the uk we're um experiencing uh, a heat wave uh, and storms a, yeah at the same time yeah it's <laughs> tropical <laughs> tropical <laughs> anyway yeah i remember what i was gonna say oh, light bulb's back. back i think <laughs> <laughs> oh no so now so bill's so bill's wanting to by the way yeah this guy's a f- absolute hero isn't yeah he's he is, like, a great human being he is i would not be human. the person i am again without any of you boys as well but especially that man there like he is literally a great great guy we met first year and i actually met him through ethan because he was in one yeah, of his seminars and time with him at uni man but during third year we got quite close with him didn't we yeah and literally we, we talk a lot now but in terms of going back to that motivating thing like he he was one of the people that messaged me and was like yeah i've just signed up to do i'm pretty sure it was like I think it was a 10k or maybe it was a 15k. Really? Yeah, he signed up to do one, yeah, and um, he was like, "I want you, like, I want to take you out, like, I want you to take, like, you to take me with you. We go out running together and just motivate me yeah. and push me and keep going. Like, I need someone like you around me. But obviously, where we went to uni in Southampton, um, and obviously I live in London. Ethan lives in Gloucester. Like it, the Shire. Yeah, <laughs> the Shire." Um, we literally we, we don't get a meet up as much as we'd like to so obviously these things aren't possible but again that's another beauty of social media and I sl- like slagged it off earlier in the uh, in the first podcast and I, I still believe everything I don't I used to use it to like mm-hmm. tweet out loads of shit and I, I haven't tweeted a thing once like in the last month two months because I just don't see the point in it anymore anyway but that's that's another thing that we can use is obviously social media to motivate each other. Like I said about the fucking clean up projects, but with Bill, um, it was really nice to hear that he he was one of the people that was watching my videos. I know he's one of my best pay, pals, but he was still watching them, critiquing them, and and saying like you are motivating me. You're like and, and that to me is more successful than materialism or materialistic things. Yeah, like I used to be very ego orientated at one point, didn't I? 
yeah. with uh, with certain <laughs> situations that I spoke about last time, but uh, yeah, I had to humble myself for it. It's going back to that point. I was. I'd like to it's just a thing of carrying that impact. Definitely still snob. Yeah, joking. <laughs> Gutted. Yeah, joking. having that impact on people. That that's the main thing I think. Yeah, but but this is what I'm saying, man. I don't think it's just me, and I'd like never want it. Like I wouldn't be doing any of this shit without you lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know obviously I'm not particularly far with what I'm doing, but I'm at that stage where I've made the step to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. still carrying to do it and things like that, but regardless of what me and what I've like achieved in myself and with a mental health struggle, things like that. Yeah. You boys have had your own shit going on and you still continue to do the same for me and for yourselves and for other people. Like, like I was saying with your inspirational videos putting up here, I would put them on my story. I would put his story yeah, on my yeah, story yeah. because I was so fucking motivated by him. I went and bought myself a fucking MMA bag and put it up in my back garden and just started <laughs> carrying on because we used to spar together and things like that at uni and I used to train with Ethan a bit and uh, like I proper miss those times like that was that was the blessing another blessing of uni was just having someone to, to constantly train with but yeah he motivated me so I put up this bag and just I'd send him videos and he'd again critique me every single time him and Ryan because Ryan used to do karate innit yeah and he should get back into yeah he, well he yeah, is he is for sure he is for sure but yeah, man, it's just the people around you and the people that you have, like, I don't claim to be fucking amazing at anything, but, well, football, like, football coaching, do you know what I mean? I'll put my, put, put my self-belief in that, but I don't claim to be this or that. I just want to help people. Yeah. Do you, you know what I mean? You can. That's what it is. And I feel like people should think about doing that more, thinking about things for other people, because, again, yeah, of course, think about things for yourself. But I guess I kind of did mine in re like role reverse, innit? Yeah. Maybe I'm chatting yeah. shit. I'm, no, I'm no. Just fucking bare no, baits. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm chatting pure shit, man. Oh. It's worse on the back, man. It's worse on the back. It's one of these days, man. As you can tell, I've been just chatting shit all day, literally, um, in comparison to the first podcast. Again, like, that was probably the better one, but. No, this has been really good. And it's we're almost at the same I time. I mean, in terms of well. me chatting pure yeah. shit. <laughs> We're coming on to two hours now. Yeah. As well. It's actually flown by. Yeah. It does, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so good fun, though. What are you hoping for the podcast, man? Like, where are you hoping to stay? Yeah. Sure. Well, um, the main reason I've started is just to have the conversation with people and learn. Yeah. Mm. So if it can go anywhere and I want it to, then that'd be amazing. Because eventually I will have my own studio as a design. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you reckon you'll design. put it up in there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'll be in central London somewhere. Um and I want to continue this whether I'm getting views or not. Okay. Um, just because, one, I'm documenting conversations that I'm yeah. having with people because there's so many times when I've had conversations and not written it down because mm -hmm. as a dyslexic, I, I'm shit at it. Um, but having this documented, if I listen back to it, um, and then, oh, yeah, that, that point there, like, let me, that's something there I can work with, then that's amazing. But... I want to put it out there because, to be honest, it's it, podcasts have inspired me, and I hope yeah. that a podcast could inspire somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that that's the where I want to see it go. Um, and of course, yeah, I want it to be successful and get a reach, and yeah, then, um, of course, with the stuff I'm trying to do um, outside of podcasting, so the design stuff, with the fashion, the jewelry, the um, 
design studio, the architecture, if I can get a reach um, from this and get a draw, um, then that's going to impact everything else, making it holistic. Also, these things are fun as fuck. Yeah, they are. Just yeah. just yeah, coming yeah, and yeah. sitting and chilling with your pals and just yeah, just yeah. talking shit to each other like you normally do, do you exactly. know what I mean? It's like, we always said at university we should have had a camera in the top corner of the room. Oh, mate, just recording everything. Recording. I promise you, yeah. Yeah, I wish I would have been a flying oh, walker some of these stories Jesus out there. Christ. The stories, man, like, can't even explain some of them. Like, trying to think about it, it was outrageous. The third year was the, was the best year, I think. Outrageous, yeah. The third year was so funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't change it, man. wouldn't change it, apart from our shitty house. Yeah, the, the house was kind of made it. Oh man! Our third year house was was a disgrace. Wasn't it, it was a fucking crack then, mate. Yeah, That's a, what pretty oh, much. It was a trap house. It was disgusting. Jesus Christ! Nah, when we say it was bad, yeah, we're talking. One of the boys, yeah. Big up yourself, Chambo. <laughs> Chambo. <laughs> <laughs> Big hack, eh? He um. The guy was sleeping on mold, pretty much, man. Like, that's that's that illegal. Is not healthy. Nah, yeah, of course it's yeah. not. It's, it's illegal, man. Oh, yeah. But no, they I, they I didn't give a shit that. That's why they gave us all the deposit back. We we like we made the house. Better, you did realize actually. you could have sued for that. Yeah, we, that's yeah. probably why they gave us all the deposit back. Yeah, for sure, man. Because yeah. well, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna go into that. Well, well yeah, yeah. Don't go into legal battles. Yeah, definitely not. But yeah, um, I think we'll wrap it up now. It's been coming up to two hours. I'm also good. sweating my bollocks off, man. Same, yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. See, this is Stifling hot. This yeah. water has saved me. Yeah, good luck to anybody in the UK at the moment. You won't be hearing this um, for a good couple of more weeks, but uh, good it luck. Stay sweaty. hydrated. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I genuinely, I can't look. I look forward to the next one so yeah. much, man. Hopefully, right. I won't be as uh, as monged out as this. I'm just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination of baked and just hot. Yeah. It's humidity. Right. Humidity. Yeah, it's been great to have you on, Ethan, as well. Yeah, but no, it's been nice meeting you, man. Genuinely, it's been. Yeah. It's actually, I've enjoyed myself so much. Yeah, mm. I really have. Big up your big and up yourself. We'll let, we'll let people know when what promotion you're going to be on, when you're going to be fighting. When I know, man. We'll share it around anyway. Yeah, man. of course. Like, just to support it, that that'd be amazing. And if I could do anything with the design of your, yeah. um, your trunks and anything like that, I'd be more than happy to. Do you know what? Yeah, yeah last little thing. For your birthday last year, man, I never got round to actually doing it, and I was thinking about doing it again at some point. But um, one of my, I said this to Ryan, I think, I think it was to Ryan anyway, or Jake. And I was saying, man, like, where I was, where I was doing the design company, it was earlier this year, I think, and I was actually it might have been for the, I don't know, anyway, chat shit. Um, when I created the design company, man, like I was, I was creating your logo. To, I swear. To yeah, I was creating your logo to put on your own training and sparring gloves. Oh shit, that'd be. For your That's birthday sick. or something, man, which I thought was a sick idea, and I don't know why. What now? I've just ruined the, the surprise, but yeah, man, save it for later when when I've got a name and we can make. Well, that was the thing, man. So sorry about that. Just the audio um, cut out, but I'm still learning all of this, still getting that better quality. So um, it's a process, as man. It's a yeah, exactly, it's the it's the process. As long as the it can only go up, do you know what I mean? Yeah, as the episodes go on, you'll see like an improvement, mm. of course, um, and I'm hoping to get. Um, a lot more guests on as well not just like pals yeah. but talking to uh, other people in the industry um, in design and uh, outside of it as well getting different understanding professions yeah how you, are you like YouTube are you, how are you getting out there yeah. so yeah I'm going to be doing it on uh, the podcast app Google Podcasts YouTube I will be recording video as well at some point yeah. 
Um, I just don't have the facility. What's the What's the anything. podcast on uh, Apple? What What's it going to be called? Just Apple Podcast, is it? Yeah, so that normal Apple podcast that you oh, have on okay. the iOS apps. Because you can put it on Spotify and things now, can't you? Yeah, but I'm not sure if I put it on Spotify. Mm, not hundred percent. Um, but it depends. If I can get the reach, then I will. I'd like to know the stats for how many people actually listen to podcasts on Spotify. Oh, it was a new feature that they brought in, wasn't it? Yeah, but you could see that as a creator. Yeah, yeah. I asked one of my friends because they've got they've been doing one for a couple of years now. Yeah, for sure. Um, see, see how shout out. So basically, crew. Um, but yeah, that that's gonna call it for today. We'll definitely have another one with David and Ethan, of yeah, course. I've enjoyed myself. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's been, been incredible. It's been good. Even if yeah. I have chat shit and been. Fucking baked out my face and yeah. boiling hot. <laughs> the entire time. I apologise for chatting the most shit. Yeah. But um yeah, we'll see you next time as well. And one thing I didn't uh do last time and I'll add it probably to the notes at the end of it. But make sure you leave a review, let me know what I can do better. Um but if you guys I know Ethan you didn't wanna give out your socials, David. I don't mind man, my um doesn't really bother me. Doesn't bother me, I can do it. My Instagram is Ethan Spencer underscore underscore and that's about all yeah I followed a guy um, he's going to be making announcements on his uh, MMA pro debut um, later this year or early next year so watch out for that one and then David uh, just David Coyne really David with two D's Coyne C-O-Y-N-E cool. attached together yeah yeah, yeah make sure you follow that journey as well and then for this uh, follow Tom CRST um, on Instagram definitely do um, it yeah and I'll be making uh, Twitters as well um, in no time but yeah um, make sure you follow those ones keep up to date and I'll be doing it